Maybe later. You need to come over here. You need to start walking and acting like. Hey guys. <laughs> Once again, um, thank everyone uh, for jumping in and uh, just speaking with me and staying and listening to uh, my story. Uh, and really, that's what I want to deliver to you guys is my story. Um, so, uh, like I, like I said, during my career, I mean, I've been all these successful, uh, IT things, right? Obviously I've been, I've, I've had my Cisco certified network associate. I've had my network plus, my A plus, my security plus I've had, um, probably about seven to eight different company certifications. Uh, I have about three customer service awards for different uh, things. Um, all of these different things, right? Um, I want to paint a picture of my intellectual self. Uh, the reason why I wanted to paint a picture of my intellectual self is uh, because I am about to paint a picture of someone that you <laughs> you may not recognize if you know me um but i i, I did say i was going to be real and that's exactly what i want to bring to this i want to bring you the real me all right so as i said uh i'm here to kind of tell my story a little bit as you guys all know, uh, sorry as I get myself set up for the mic, um, but as I wanted you guys, everyone to understand and know uh, what kind of person and who I am and what knowledge of the world, not just, I mean, Las Vegas, I lived in Las Vegas majority of my life. Um, I'm the kind of person, I don't live in the glitz and glamour. Um, and that's probably the Kansas City person in me um, because of how I grew up. Uh, I believe in connections. I believe in friendship. I believe in strength, unity. I believe these are my core benefits of a person. Many people have different views on what that might be. Many, many people have different views. As those views uh, transcribe through uh, what we see and what we do the most, we really have to bear down and take hold of our own responsibilities. Um, this is... a uh, Kind of a declaration to myself, but this is something that I've said to many people. Um, I've kept my own history very quiet uh, for a very long time. Uh, the person people know nowadays, uh, I was not always the man I am before you. Uh, at one time, I was a very confused person. Um, 
not really knowing what my position was in this world. Um, what I mean by that is I didn't go to college right out of high school, right? I want to tell you what happened to me between the ages of 17 and 23. July of 93, uh, I met uh, the mother of my oldest son. At 18, she had fire red hair. Uh, I mean, she apparently thought I was amazing. Uh, I did not understand, and for many years, I didn't understand what other people saw in um uh it's it's kind of how I was treated and perceived growing up um I wasn't you know even though I was really really smart um that didn't wasn't put on the on a pedestal uh I should say it's uh it was a different time you know like I said I was born in 1975 um we're also during high school um, very undercut, very, very undercut, probably because nobody was looking. Um, uh, when I was going to school, you know, I got straight A's, got one F because world history was so very boring. Um, as, <laughs> uh, I think it was just the, I think it was the subject, uh, cause, uh, obviously I took government and other things and they were a lot less boring just world history was very 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 boring um uh obviously i got that upgrade up uh, after my mom's thought of i probably got beat up uh so like i said 17 going into 18 you know um i did not graduate high school um i didn't graduate high school because i was going through my own personal issues uh, with things going on. And during those times, and I mean, I want to be straight up. This is Las Vegas around 92 to about 94, um, I'm really talking about. So uh, during these times, uh, there was a lot of gang activity. Like I said, these were the early 90s. Um, everything was about gang banging and shooting and being part of a crew, what were you, blood, crib, you know, it was seeped in everywhere, um, every aspect of Las Vegas. And I, I, I do believe they try, really try and hide this uh, a lot, of course, you know, the, the glitz and the glamour, right? Well, I grew up uh, on the east side of town. So, you know, I'm going to say we went to El Dorado High School. So, uh, during all this, we do what we do, we say what we say, you know, we're kids, we grow up a certain way, and I, I kind of grew up in a neighborhood, there was about 20 of us. Um, I got some good friends out there, uh, some people that I haven't talked to in a long time. Uh, just going to give a shout out to successful people out there. Uh, Amber, 
Amber, I, I've seen what you're doing in a business status. I love who you are. I love the seeing your kids. Jessica, you are a rock star. Um, always getting up, doing what you got to do. Uh, my best friend, John, he is uh, <laughs> he's kind of a never-give-up soldier. He's been through a lot of ups and downs in his life. As well as I have, um, but you know what? He always finds a way to stand tall. And uh, once again, this is my best friend. We're talking about guys. Uh, we 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 sit here and we talk about and laugh about who we are, who we were, and who we're gonna be. Me. All I want to talk about is let's fix. Whatever's going on, 2024 should be the year, even if it's not this year, right? You need to set realistic goals on who you want to be when you want to be. Um, so I'm going to get back to my personal story. I know I kind of was jumping around there for a quick second, but I want to get back to my personal story. Uh, my personal story is simple. Um got into some trouble, I saw some things happening, you know, I didn't see who I was growing up with, I interacted who with who I was growing up with, um, and as we were talking about the, obviously, second episode, the conscious and subconscious mind, um, I want to bring this point up a little bit, um, even though I wasn't raised in like a gang environment, you know, I was technically raised uh, by my grandmother, right? Um, and my mom, of course, my mom was always there, yes. I I'm just saying at an early age, I remember living in my grandmother's house, you know. But despite all that, once again, I when I turned 18, you know, I kind of, lost my mind, you know, I, at that point, I was already kind of a, known as a gang member, per se, um, uh, East Coast Bloods, who would have knew, um, well, I was definitely not raised to be a gang member, um, I, again, the, the childhood portion and what I actually chose to do were two totally different things, um, so there was a time where my mom didn't recognize kind of recognize who was around and who she was dealing with. Um, I think that's a funny thing sometimes, right? Um, that's actually pretty pretty hilarious. I talk to my mom now, and she just thinks I'm like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean the greatest thing since sliced bread. She doesn't know if it wasn't for her, I would not be the man I am today. So with that in mind, let's begin. 18, met a girl, had a son, you know, wow, I'm 18, about to turn 19, and I have a kid already. You know, uh, around my birthday, I don't know, it was like October, November, I actually got in trouble, so I was in jail for a little while. Um, I contacted the rapper someone else, but that's a whole totally different story. 
I'm not going to go down that road. I just wanted to let you guys know I was not an angel. Okay. Um, first time I was ever in trouble. You know, 18 years old. Who knew? You know, and I took the rap for someone else. At that point, my life kind of took a direction change. Um, I started noticing I was actually becoming the bad boy, right? Not even realizing this is the persona I chose to do. Despite getting straight A's in school, speaking the way I speak, what I... And the point of all this, and the point of me telling you about my past, is that was me trying to fit in with my environment. As we were talking about the conscious and subconscious mind, in my subconscious mind, that was my survival instinct. Become like your environment. Even though, you know, my conscious mind was like, oh, yeah, I want this. I want this. this. is cool. This is cool. I never had an example to teach me that I was special at, before that point. I mean, my mom said it a lot, blah, 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 blah. You know, but it's different when, you know, someone else comes to you and tells you, you know, you should be in a way higher grade than your children. Um, obviously, I, I love my mom, but she did it. She didn't want me to be singled out right, um, when I was younger. And I appreciate that. I do uh, to some degree. With everything that has happened in my life, um, so after my son was born, you know, I kind of had a short, you know, stint. So we're going to fast forward about two years, a year and a half, right? So I, uh, of course, by that time, I had already uh, started experimenting uh, with drugs. Uh, methamphetamines was uh, the, I mean, I, we kind of did a little bit of everything, but I was never, like, addicted to anything. We just kind of partied with it, right, even in high school. Um, it was something new at the time, you know. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, we did it, you know, and it was like, oh, no, it goes away quick. So, okay, cool. Uh, you know, during these times, we didn't know what we were getting into uh, during that. You know, it's Vegas. We're just partying, you know. We're, we're, we're teenagers. I mean, not really teenagers, but we're out of high school. We're adults, you know. We're like 20, you know, 20s going on 21. You know, this is awesome. So once again, uh, during that time, that led me to actually uh, steal a car, get arrested, uh, and this was not just one, I just want to make that clear. Um, but the, without, with those arrests, what they did was I ended up going to jail. I was actually looking at a maximum of 10 years with the charges that they were uh, playing against me. So with that thought process in mind and talking about the charges and how they brought them uh, upon me, of course, you know, on me. So I have all these multiple charges on me, and, you know, hey, I took a deal. You know, they had, they gave me the ability to take boot camp and not go to prison 
be able to do six months in boot camp. If I succeeded, they would drop it to a gross misdemeanor. Um, but I would be on parole, you know, and obviously a probation. If I complete probation, obviously I'd be good to go. That should have scared my ass straight. Because guess what? I went to boot camp. I completed it. I did everything I needed to do. And I got back out. You know? And just so you know, by that time, I, on my 21st birthday, I uh, was in locked up for my 21st birthday. When I got out, I'm sure, you know, obviously, there was a lot of people ready to celebrate with me. Um, like I said, I grew up in Las Vegas. I know a lot of different people. You know, I love, I know Sereños. I know Norteños. I know, you know, Bloods, Crips, you know, what previously used to be called the Gerson. Uh, friends in there, you know, I got friends that were, I mean, not the, now what I'm talking about right now are like, these hardcore gangsters that people are saying, you know, I know these people. These people came over my house. These people ate dinner. I Like, I could walk in their house and their mother knew who I was. These are these people. I was always the odd man out my whole life. Trust me, it did not just start today. Um, been the odd man out because I think one thing is I was always genuine. I was uh, very respectful. Um, this is something that I was taught at a very, very early age. And if it, if I didn't, it would be very bad repercussions because of this. Um, not going to talk about that at this point in time, but I want to make that clear, guys. So with that thought process in mind, um, uh, all the people that instituted and helped me become who I am, I, I knew all these people, all these people I interacted with, you know, on a regular basis. Like I said, I grew up with them with high school, knew their parents. My sister dated a Sereno, you know, um, I knew a lot of different people, right? Like I said, we grew up with these people. Uh, many different scenarios where we interacted with it in a negative way, but when it came to us, it was never, we would never fight each other. We were a small knit family, even though we may come from the different sizes of the tracks. We come from a very small knit family, um, and I want to emphasize that word. Um, as everyone knows, I have listed this under family and technology, and the technology will not just be me speaking. <laughs> I promise you, I'll I'll uh, throw in some landscapes of technology, some work I do out there. Uh, on these everyday streets in Las Vegas that, you know, I don't really talk about because I'm trying to uh, move forward in my own uh, business. This is to talk about and to give a voice to the inside of Las Vegas and to tell you about its history. With those thought processes in mind, now, I want everybody to know, it is February 29th, 2024. So before we jump into March, I really wanted to get this out there for everyone. I, want, I wanted you guys to get a solid on leap year. I, I really wanted you guys to have more of this. 
and to really take a hold and get to know me a little bit better. So uh, with that, as always, with that thought process in mind, bringing forward a new peace and new tragedy that could happen to anyone. I get out uh, at 21 after boot camp, do what I'm supposed to be doing, I gotta go to a job, start doing things, things happen bad, I lose my car, other things happen, guess what? Back to prison. This time, no boot camp. I'm going to the real deal. Entry into that. Into the boot camp. Um, crazy, crazy time for me. Crazy time. So, everyone, I'm not going to get into, uh, <laughs> obviously, um, my time in prison. Uh, definitely not going to talk about that right now. Uh, but we're, I'm going to say this much. Um, after about, mm, I would think I was on the yard for maybe about eight to nine months, maybe longer, maybe, maybe a little bit longer. Um, I'm, I didn't get in trouble. Uh, but at one point I was in, uh, Ely. Um, I actually got transferred back down to uh, Ely is a very scary place. I'm just going to tell everyone that. I don't care how tough you are. It is a scary place. Um, after, obviously, um, have being good and not doing what I, and doing what I was supposed to be doing because I was there for a nonviolent crime, um, I got shipped to what they call uh, camp. Uh, fire camp, because I applied for fire camp, obviously. Um, and they accepted me because of uh, I've been done doing well and I was kind of still short. So they gave me a since my sentence. I only had about uh, a year and a, maybe a couple months left on my sentence. I was able to go. So, and that allowed me to work. To make more money, to to work out, allowed me a, a little bit more freedom, um, if you if that's what you call it. Um, uh, but if they obviously you got to see outside a whole lot more, like outside of the prison cells. Um, obviously, you know we drove into town. We were uh, the fire crew. So, um, uh, I'm, uh, like I said, during all this in my life. Uh, you know, after that, that led to me, you know, doing that on the side uh, after I, after leaving prison. Um, that kind of led me to that. But that was that taught me a very valuable lesson um, that I didn't know before that. And I want everyone to understand this. Um, don't judge me based off of uh, what you already know about me. Don't judge me based off of what you thought about me. Um, this is about getting to know me. That's the difference. So that same person that you talk to, you know, whenever you talk to him, that, that guy that you like, Mike, you are so square. You are so white. 
and, and the things people have been telling me my whole life, you know, uh, and and I don't hold nothing against my brothers and sisters uh, in black America. Believe you me, you know, a person can say whatever they want, but the struggle is real. And however people come out, come out. I got some people that are still in the 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 mess and getting everything done. But let's go back to what we were really talking about. Like I said, after everything was done, the fire crew, after this time, it's like the whole world changed. It seems like all my friends moved on. Um, they all went and started doing things that they were doing everything else, you know. Um, after that, you know, uh, I got it put in a halfway house because I didn't want to parole to my mother's house. So I got into a halfway house. That halfway house found me a job. I was working um, right up until I got out of the halfway house, you know, and by that time I was actually had some money saved up. Uh, I was, you know, met a couple people, um, was living with friends, you know, at the time, actually, Paroled to a friend's house. She uh, really looked out for me over through the years. Uh, somebody I met through my cousin James. <laughs> That's a whole different story. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the homie Paula. Thank you. Thank you for being my friend when I didn't know what friendship truly, truly was and the depths of it. Um, but uh, once again, with that and how everything transcribes and portals play, Las Vegas is not what people think, you know, um, not, not inner Las Vegas, you know, not when you're going to school here or living here or being here. Um, so I, I, want, I want to make all that clear. Now, enough talking about the bad stuff, because I was already feeling a certain way about talking about the bad stuff, but I, I had to help you understand the extreme of who I am and who I have been. Um, so at this point, you know, in my life, you know, I'm probably like 23 years old. Uh, I'm an ex-felon. I don't have any rights. I, you know, I got a couple of choices on getting jobs, maybe, you know, being a trash man. Uh, no. Um, getting in a casino at that point was a no-go too. Well, not really, but I've never been a casino type of person. I never wanted to be limited to working in Las Vegas. Um, I wanted traits that I built outside of Las Vegas, even though I lived here. Uh, henceforth, the IT stuff. Uh, like I said, I built cabinets for a little while. Um, uh, the cabinets actually helped me pay the bills for a long time. Uh, me, Wayne, John, Junior, uh, Little Mike, I mean Mike, uh, which is Wayne's little brother, which uh, my condolences, bro, to to all the Cabreras, my condolences. He, there's no way he should have been taken from us so early. Um, my, one of my close friends, Wayne's little brother that uh, recently passed away. Um, I just want to say you will be missed, little bro. 
you will. And his twin Michelle, she's still doing it, doing her thing. Um, I, I I know sometimes I'll be quiet to all my friends out there, and I doubt if any of them will ever hear this podcast. Um, they probably don't even realize what I'm doing or what I got going on. Uh, being real, but I, I want to give thanks to the people that have always been around and been there for me, um, and that are, that are truly in my heart forever. Um, and I love you guys, you know, till the end of time, I love you guys. But at that point, I had done way too much and had still been doing drugs, you know, just not as, you know, obviously a parent. Again, I was never really addicted to them. It was like party drugs, you know, um, never really working and doing drugs. You know, it's not what, who I was. Uh, during those times, uh, that 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 brings up a very delicate time frame for me right now. And um, so I lost my job doing the woodworking. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty much, you know, at a standstill. You know, I was like, uh, you know, I can't keep this up. I can't keep losing jobs and gaining jobs and losing jobs and gaining jobs. But I felt like doing that would work, even though it was very, very satisfying uh, for me personally. I feel like it, the, how the, the work wasn't consistent. That's where I, you know, you could be fired at any time, you know, and nobody was willing to give, you know, say an ex-felon a director level job. It didn't matter how smart you were, how good you were, you know. You are a black man in a labor environment. Think about it. Once again, everyone, I have never, ever been standard. I'm, I've always been exceed everything. And it doesn't matter what I do in life. I'm just that kind of person. Now, I don't do that for any... Like, I'm trying to be better than someone. It's not like that. It's more or less like if I'm going to show somebody what I can do, I give it my all. And that was something I was taught at a very early age, no matter what that is. So when I did that, when I started applying that to my life, to what I do, what I wanted to do, you know, and I started seeing the results it changed the man. It started changing me into the man that I am today. Those results created an epic beginning. Um, I told my mom I wanted to go back to school. You know, I, I've been nullifying over this for weeks. You know, what do I want to go to school for? You know, I kind of had narrowed it down between like, uh, like, like medical stuff or maybe like some science type of stuff. You know, I wasn't really sure, didn't understand. I was like, I was just so distraught. I was like, what do I want to go to school for? You know, My mother says, why don't you go to school for computers? You like computers so much. Now at that point, I think everybody understood that 
I can't believe that just happened. Who would have known? 25 years later, I'd be one of the top network engineers in on the West Coast. I've been the subject matter expert for all wireless communications internationally. Uh, Huawei, learning Huawei and that system, that is a very Chinese system. Uh, I actually have a, several certifications in Huawei and switching and routing. Um, again, we're talking about high-end level networking here. Um, I was the one configuring the the towers and building and setting up the network and designing it. Um, I mean, not really designing it because they had obviously like higher up network engineers actually doing those designs. Me, it was pretty much commission. Um, but you know, after so long, you're 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 known as the subject matter expert. Pretty soon, not anyone else knows what you know. Um, when that happened, that is where I lied. Uh, or not lied, but laid. Oh, there you go, there you go. I, I said that wrong. I apologize. I don't do that very often. But once again, um, that led me into the career and into the purpose that I'm dwelling in today. It, it, even that technology and me being being astounding led me to want to be a business owner. Because I can learn things at such a level in such a short period of time. This technique has helped me master, learn, and grow. All right, so I'm going to cut this one short, guys. And I'm going to say thank you for listening. And everyone, have a wonderful day.